Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Ketchup Canes. Today is a very special episode as it was Valentine's Day this week. So we hope you've all had a lovely 14th, whether it was with a partner or buying yourself flowers in the words of Miley Cyrus. Of course, the University of Miami has been a place where many have found love themselves or brought their love to this community and we thought we would celebrate here at Ketchup Canes by talking to some UM couples about how they met, what they cherish about each other, some advice they would give to other couples, and much more. Our first couple is Mary and Glenn Howard. Mary currently works as the director of first impressions at UM as well as in the UM communications department. And her husband, Glenn, is one of the head chefs at the Mahoney Pearson Dining Hall. I chatted with them a bit to see just how they met and how they've sustained their marriage for 28 years. Thank you so much for joining me. If you guys don't mind, go ahead and introduce your names, yourselves, um, and what you do at UM. I'm Glenn Howard. I'm employed by Compass, and I work at Mahoney Pearson as a lead cook. Awesome. And I've been employed by them going on five years. Five years, nice, awesome. Wait, you work, um, you make the omelets, yes? Yes, ma'am. You have a very important job. If no one else has told you, <laughs> <laughs> Let me just tell you, the omelets, everybody goes crazy for them in the dining halls. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Mary? Hi, I'm Mary Howard. I've been employed at University of Miami for 28 years. I'm the director of First Impressions. I'm the first thing you see, so I, the energy that's given out from me is what carries out throughout. Awesome. Well, let's just jump right into it. Tell me how you guys met, um, maybe what you were doing at UM time that you guys met all that good stuff where did it all start we weren't at the university when we met we really mm-hmm yeah, we've been married um we've been together 33 years oh my we've gosh been, wow we've been married for 28 years god bless you guys that's a long time how many yeah. days is it and we have been married for the last 10,419 days that part track <laughs> that part that's and, awesome and we met I would have to say back in 1989, 89, 89, right? 89, 89. Cool. And I was employed by um, Wags Restaurant. It's no longer exists, but it was owned by Walgreens. And it was a Friday night when my wife-to-be came into the restaurant to <laughs> order some food. Amazing. And I said to myself, no, the spirit said to me, your mother would like her. And the order that she had placed, she had a call-in order. So I'm the cook at WAGS. And I look at the order that called in. I, I said, no, this has got to be a crank call. You know, someone ordered food and they know no, they don't even come and pick it up. Sure. And I told the server, do a call back and see his day to confirm this order, see if they're gonna come pick it up. So they did. So they called and then she came and picked them up. 
and she walked in the restaurant and said, oh, I could have known those wings was for you because you look like you like something spicy. <laughs> from that day, we have been um, meeting and we're together from that day. Wow, that's <laughs> that's amazing. A really great backstory. Do you remember eating, what she- I'm still yeah. eating spicy wings. Yeah, okay, 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 cool. And uh, Mary, what was your impression of Clint? I'm like, N-word, please. <laughs> that, that spill is a dime a dozen. You got a word for everybody that comes through this restaurant. You need something more original. Mm-hmm, okay. He goes, oh, you're feisty. My mother would like you. <laughs> you just let her know straight up. Nice. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Mm -hmm. And well, what would you guys say um, your marriage has been like since? And how did you get to UM? Did you both, did one of you start working here and then one of you decided, oh, maybe I'll just tag along? Or, you know, maybe how did that journey start? Well, we got here by the way of Mary. Because Mary went to our church one day. Not our official church. She went to, to visit another church by a friend inviting her. And she happened to meet someone who was in charge of the temple. The temple. At the University of Miami. Okay. And the young lady asked her to come, you know, be a temp over there. Well, I was pregnant and I was on maternity leave from Miami Children's Hospital. And she says, well, you're just sitting around the house. You know, you can still work. There's nothing wrong with your, your, your mouth and your face and your fingers. You can sit with this baby. So I was about six months pregnant. Yeah. And she's like, okay, bring me a resume tomorrow. I went and filled out the, um, did the interview and brought the resume in and did the paperwork. She put me to work the same day. And where I'm, where I'm employed, where she send me is where I'm permanently employed. Because I went to leave and I said, okay, my time is up. I need to go home and have this baby. And they're like, well, we want to hire you permanent. I go, well, I got to go home and have the baby first. They go, okay, go and take as much time as you need. When you bring in a temp and you will train the temp and you, the temp will sit in for you and you take as much time as you need. And I was off for six months. And when I came back, I was fully employed and I've been there ever since. Very cool. Well, I mean, hey, if Rihanna can do the Super Bowl pregnant, <laughs> yes, I guess we can do anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right. And so I I'm even, to... Right. I didn't even realize I thought it was left over from the last baby, but she's just she's just incredible. Not right. Exactly. Women are incredible. Yes, I digress. But uh, Clint, how did you join Mary in, in UM? Well, how I got there is I worked at Denny's. At this particular dentist, I've been work, working with dentists for 38 years. And the particular dentist I was working with was the last 22 years. And my wife noticed that, you know, I didn't care for the, the employment that who you know, hired me there. And then you worked nights. And I, she you know I didn't I didn't care for them, but I love what I do. And yeah. he worked nights. And but who I was doing it. <laughs> Well, Which was I not was, helpful, I'm sure. <laughs> and 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 he worked nights. Yeah. And so hold up. And so then his son got accepted at University of Miami moving forward. And oh, I said, well, yeah. and I'm like, well, you need to spend some time with your son because this you're not gonna see him anymore. So against it, he didn't want to go. I set up the interview with Chartwells and Compass, and he's like, Well, what do I do? Because he he had an interview. In years, so he wasn't sure what he was supposed. He didn't know he could negotiate. He he didn't know he could ask for a salary and what have you. 
He went on the interview, they loved him. But their salary wasn't right. So he got up and walked away. Mm-hmm. So I called back and renegotiated for him. And wow, him- okay. A very power move. Yeah, and he's been there for four years. So going on five years. July, July 20th would be five years. So that's how I got the young on the recommendation and an empowerment of my wife. And me allowing my wife to be who she is has got me there. But I knew that there was so much in him being lost at Denny's that what he needed, these children at the University of Miami needed because he's a nurturer. Again, like I said, the omelet bar is definitely like a staple at UM. Everybody knows that if you want good service and good food, especially in the morning to start off your day, like you go, you hit up the omelet bar. Like it's just, it's just a given. So you really are, I think, serving a lot of people and you're probably reaching a lot more people than you would have in Denny's. So right. Mary, yeah. that was probably a great call on your part. I knew because he's genuine. You don't find him like this anymore. So I go, you know, you gotta snag them and bag them. These children are away from home. They're lonely. The parents are concerned about them and they're concerned that they're eating, having a good meal. So after they sit and they talk with me, I send them over to my husband. He makes them an omelet. And so it's like, call your parents and let them know you're being taken care of. You're fine. I'm like the wellness coach. And then he hits the tummy. (laughs) Awesome. We cover all bases. So, yeah. All right. You guys do your job serving UM and then you meet up at the end of the day. That's awesome. The thing is, it's not work. It it doesn't feel like it's work. We really enjoy what we do. So if, you, if how do you say it? If you find a job that you really enjoy, it's not work. It's not work. Absolutely. This is work. Right. Marriage? Marriage is work. Yeah. Absolutely. It's one of the best jobs you ever have, and it has great benefits. True. Mm-hmm. What's some advice you'd give maybe to people who are younger and getting into relationships um, to say make them more? Mean, and mean what you say. Don't compromise. Be who you are. Let that individual know who you are, what you are, and what you're about. And don't deviate from those values. Because if that's if they can't, if they don't, they're then hey, move out the way and allow that person to come in who needs to be with me. Mm-hmm. My advice to every young man is to allow the wife to or the be, woman. The woman to be not necessarily your wife yet. Allow the, <laughs> allow the young lady to be who she is, because that is your greatest assets in the relationship is who she is. Right. He's not my father. He's not my father. I'm the neck and he's the head. And together we work together. We coexist. Right. The head can't be over there and the neck over there. We have to come together. Absolutely. And it's for the betterment of the family. And we are the family. The children are just an addition. Well, I, I like to live vicariously through my children, looking at them saying, wow, look, look at my husband and, and look at all of the words that he poured into them. Because when he would come home and he was, we would have dinner, it was mandatory. We all sat at the table as a family and he would go around the table and say, well, Glenn Jr., how was your day? Good, good and general. No, you mean you've been away from the family 24, what, nine to 10 hours and nothing happened in the span of those hours? Oh yeah, dad, I remember it. He goes, okay then. So everybody everybody knew they had to have this conversation. So, and oh, can I go first? Cause let me tell you what happened with me first. And that's so I can eat. I'm like, okay. But there's, there's, we gotta, we have to converse. 
and they're very independent. My children, we teach, yes. trained them to be very independent and self-sufficient, self, you know, self-sustaining. Well, I would like to put out there, we built our marriage upon the word of God. And that God is our foundation. And we put our trust in him. And when I look at my wife, I'm looking at this Jesus Christ. And what I want to say to Jesus and what I want to do to Jesus, that's what I will not do to my wife. And I'll uphold her with the utmost respect. Who wow. can tell? That. Who can touch that? Mary, I, I just saw the way you were looking at him. <laughs> Who can touch that? Right, right. No, that's very beautifully put. Please. If you place out in, in the world, like you say, universe, what you want, it will come. And don't be shocked when it comes. That's why I tell people all the time, life and death is in the power of your tongue. What you speak, you will have. You got to see the ending at the beginning. And I saw the ending at the beginning, and I just meditated on that. And I would like my husband to say, just play your commercial. If you're going through in the middle of the day, see yourself, play that commercial. Just get lost into that commercial and bring yourself back. I'm like, oh, okay. It's not going to always be this way. It's going to, you know, I see it. I just saw us having a great home and a, and, a, and a great family. I saw this when it wasn't even existing, when he wasn't even worthy and I wasn't even worthy. We haven't always been this way. Right. True. So you let the truth be known, you know, this old buddy over here was, <clears throat> buddy was a piece of work. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> buddy know how to work women, okay? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. But if you present yourself and you stay, like I tell you, the queen never steps down off the throne. She has servants that work for her. Mm. And if you carry yourself and uphold yourself in that and don't accept anything that you that the queen doesn't want, honey, if your crown gets crooked, come back and I help you straighten it. Come on. <laughs> Absolutely. No, but but I love their conversation. And I love hearing about your guys' story. You guys are a beautiful couple. Um, and of course, you're touching so many hearts at UM and you should be yes. proud. And um, obviously this podcast hopefully is going to, you know, bring a little bit more attention into this dynamic duo and how, how awesome you guys are as a team. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for recognizing that within us because it's yes. no good within us to contain it. It's only good when we spread it abroad. Right. And that's what this show's about is to, you know, let other stories be known on UM's campus and stuff like that, that maybe aren't as highlighted. So, yeah. Thank you guys so much again. Thank I you, hope you have you. a wonderful night. Too. And I'll see more of you guys around campus. Enjoy yeah. your Valentine. Third, we're featuring a love story from right here in the Miami Hurricane newsroom. Jenny, who is our managing editor, and Patrick, who was one of our news editors, first met as news writers for the hurricane last year. And to dive into this workplace romance, our podcaster Quinn chats more with them now. Hi, everyone. I'm here with Jenny and Patrick. Uh, and uh, if you guys just want to give a quick introduction for everyone listening. I'm Patrick. I'm the news editor with the Miami Hurricane, one of them. Um, I'm a math, poli-sci, and comp-sci major, and I'm from Philly. 
Hi, I'm Jenny. I'm the managing editor for the paper. I'm a sophomore from Cape Coral, Florida. And I'm studying political science and ecosystem science and policy with a minor in Arabic studies. Awesome. So I guess we'll just get straight into it. When did you guys meet and uh, how did that like happen? Um, <laughs> we met one of the first day, few days of school at uh, Stanford, like under that overhang. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was like pouring rain, like one of those Miami storms. And um, we both had to go to a newspaper meeting here. The so, first one of the year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, we both didn't really know what was going on, both didn't really know our way around. And um, Jenny had an umbrella. I never have an umbrella. And he said, okay, like, let's, let's just run together. Yeah, and that was, that was an interesting run, you know? <laughs> it, uh, I, I remember thinking to myself, if this turns out, this will be a great meet cute story. And I had to teach hey, there you go. Here we are. <laughs> so then how, how long after that, before, after you guys met, did you get <laughs> uh, A while. The first time I realized that maybe Jenny was more, of, more than a friend to me was this time we were uh, walking on the sidewalk. And there was this like, scooter coming by, you know, super fast like they do. Um, and I pulled her over. And yeah, it was pretty innocuous. But I just remember my brain thinking, huh. That's interesting. And yeah, that was it. We went to Domino's after that, which also helped things. And then uh, it just kind of built from there. Yeah, I would say the first time I felt feelings was probably about a year ago. It was around this time last year. Uh, We were just getting a lot closer as friends. And I thought, huh, maybe this could be more than just friends. So (laughs) our like dynamic on the paper. Yeah, okay, what's that? Honestly, like, you know, some might think, like, mixing the two would, like, complicate things, but I feel like it makes things a lot easier because, like, you know, if Jenny needs help with this, then boom, I'm there, and if I need help with that, then boom, Jenny's there. Uh, things are super fluid, super easy to communicate, super easy to coordinate, which, um, especially in a newspaper where you have to be, like, constantly turning things around and on top of it, I feel like being so close with someone who can help so much is, uh, like, you know, it makes the newspaper better. Yeah. I would say at first it was a little awkward for me to figure it out, also because not a lot of people knew we were dating, so I was kind of funny to watch people realize that or figure that out or wonder if that was what was happening. Um, And just making sure that people didn't think I treated Patrick differently or anything like that because we were dating, which I think he would say I don't. (laughs) Um, No, definitely not. If if anything, I'm probably meaner to him about getting his stories published than anybody else. Um, but yeah, no, it's kind of fun because it's not like it's a full-time job necessarily. And we can, it's something to talk about too. And, you know, we can talk about the newspaper outside of it and he knows what's going on. Whereas like some other times I don't really know what he's doing in his other job. I don't actually know the people. So it's more fun when we can both contribute to talking about it. Um, what else have you got? Um, first date. First date. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay, um, so our first date was in, like, late April of last year. Um, Patrick got a reservation at... Um, <laughs> what was the place called? It was an East Hotel. It was, like, uh... It was East Hotel, like, Quinta? Yeah. Yeah. Quinta. Um, and we went there, and it was super awkward at first, because we never had a sit-down dinner with pressure i guess usually i mean we've eaten together a ton but it's never been like with a date label so it's kind of dressed up like that yeah we got all dressed up and so it was, it was definitely different um and we learned how expensive miami food was um 
when you're going on dates very quickly because <laughs> it was like sushi and sashimi and something else. Um, anyways, but as the night went on, it got a, a little bit more comfortable. And then Patrick was like, we should walk around. We should walk around. So we walked through all, all, all of Brickle and I was wearing heels and I think we probably ended up walking like three miles that night. And when I got home, I was ready to cry because my feet hurt so bad. So that's that's my key takeaway from the first date was how bad my feet hurt. But it, it was a nice walk. It was very pretty to see Brickle at night. Yeah. Patrick. And also there's the... What did the guy say? The, you guys are like the coolest couple out tonight. Oh, yeah. That, that probably like broke the tension a little bit. Yeah, we were walking outside after dinner. First time being recognized as a couple. Someone said you guys are a cool-looking couple or something, and yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I guess you could say when we uh, ran into Roy. Oh, yeah. Another funny part was, so we didn't really tell most of our friends. We have a lot of mutual friends, and we didn't really tell anybody because we didn't know how to do it. Because obviously we had been friends for a while. So we were we took the metro because saved money on Ubers. And we were coming up the escalator like holding hands and then all of a sudden we see one of our closest like best friends just sitting on the bench of the metro and his eyes got so wide and his mouth dropped like he was he was so like what what's going on and he walked out to us and he's like did you guys have a newspaper event you were covering or something and i was like um no (laughs) i remember he was like super cool about it he's like so what's this and his voice cracked yeah, so it was a really interesting natural ride home where we got a lot of questions um, about what had happened in the last week or so, but yeah. <laughs> uh, more towards the newspaper side of it. We can talk about Alex, that's easy. So uh, to talk more about like the newspaper part of the relationship. So it was, as I said earlier, it was funny to see everybody try to figure it out or think they knew and then actually find out that we were dating. Most people find out, I think, through my Instagram um, or through Rachel. I think Rachel kind of knew for a while. That's our editor-in-chief. Um, but the person who took the longest to find out on staff was Patrick's co-news, or at the time, news editor, who he works probably the closest with that of anybody on the paper. Mm-hmm. And he had no idea at all, even though he follows me on Instagram and I posted things about <laughs> Patrick a few times. Like, he was completely <laughs> oblivious and had no idea. And... Oh yeah, we uh, we were on a news outing, which is like its own interesting thing, and um, it was Jenny, me, and him, and then like a few other writers, and Jenny and I were sitting on the towel, and Jenny had like leaned on me, and I think like Alex, he definitely took notice. We were at the beach for reference. Yeah. <laughs> um, he definitely took notice at that point, and then Jenny walked away for like a call or something, and I forget what he said to me. He was like, "Are you two, or?" That was interesting. <laughs> and then I, he asked if we were dating straight up, and I said, what do you think, Alex? And he said, I have no idea. And then, yeah, it finally came out. And, again, I have never seen a person so shocked, so surprised. Um, and keep in mind, this is, like, after Alex and I went home with Patrick to, like, his home in Philly and all this stuff. Like, you'd think it would have clicked a little bit before then. So. After Alex and I went home. Oh, shit. Caroline changed that. <laughs> After that, I went home to Patrick's home in Philadelphia. You would have think he would have 
you know, we were also talking realized about, like, it. You meeting my parents and like yeah. seeing Philly. All the all the classic relationship tropes. And this was for reference. This was like five months into dating, probably about. Um, so it was definitely not new information. And now Alex manages to bring up that we're dating every single time that we see him. He's perhaps one of our biggest supporters. He also brings it up every single time he sees the news team. Yeah. When, uh, for our six-month anniversary, Patrick, we made reservations on the actual date, and Patrick forgot he had a news meeting that day. Um, and, well, we weren't going to cancel that, like, an hour before. So we went, and Alex just ran the meeting alone. But I guess he told everybody um, that we were at an anniversary dinner. So during... I don't know, the middle of dinner, we got like 15 or 20 texts on Patrick's phone saying, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. And I thought that was super funny. Uh, or, yeah. And then I think people said happy Valentine's Day to us too because of Alex. So, yes, he, he is our biggest fan. He is like a uh, Cupid with his bow. Yes. Although Rachel likes to think she's Cupid because um, Patrick and I met through the newspaper, obviously. So, And our news editor was Rachel at the time. So she likes to think that she did this all in her own way <laughs> okay well i think i think that covers it thank you <laughs> if you've ever felt like you're one of the only people in the room to not know a certain song or movie maybe that could be the basis for a whole new relationship That's what happened in this next story with Angela Fajardo, who speaks briefly with our podcaster, Jaden, about how she met her boyfriend when they both seemed to be the only ones at a party who didn't know a classic alternative song. Welcome back to the next segment of the Ketchup Canes podcast special edition for Valentine's Day, or as I, Jaden Cohen, like to call it, Singles Awareness Day. I'm joined by my fantastic guests. (laughs) Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Angela Fajardo. I'm a junior studying political science and philosophy. Fantastic, Angela. Thanks for joining. Um, you you have a great story of how you met your uh, current partner. Why don't you Why don't you set the scene for us pretty quickly? Uh, sure. So this was um, in my freshman year of college. I was just starting to get to know people. And one of the only few friends I had made uh, was part of like a big group. She wanted me to meet the rest of the group. And they were kind of having like a chill house party. And turns out that she had a date that night. So I show up to the house party. She's nowhere to be found. I know about one person there. Um, and they're playing music and people are singing along. And Mr. Brightside comes on. Uh, so- Coincidentally, everyone in this university knows every single lyric to that song, uh, except me and one other person. And um, that other person is my current boyfriend. We just stared at each other, dumbfounded, dancing along, not knowing what everyone was singing. Um, And that was kind of a conversation starter, and we've been together ever since. That's fantastic. Thank you. Um, So, obviously, y'all met at the party, and would you say, like, you knew right then and there, or... Did it develop slowly over time or what? Uh, We knew right then and there that we were going to be running into each other from then on out since we did have a mutual friend. So we decided to skip the talking phase and we just started 
um, dating right away. So we went on our first date about two days after that party that I mentioned where we met. And um, everything was going good. Everything was smooth sailing. We just, he was easy to talk to and fun to spend time with. So we kept doing that. That's fantastic. Uh, Sounds like things progressed very quickly. Do you have any advice for anyone else like me, uh, a single on Valentine's Day, uh, how to get ourselves into the field, as some might say? Um, The first thing is, like, get out of your comfort zone. Like I mentioned, I was in a situation where I didn't really know anyone, and I kind of forced myself to be outgoing. So I think that's one step. Another step is... um, give people give people a chance to actually get to know them before you write them off and you might be surprised yeah both great pieces of advice uh is there anything i'm maybe missing that you know you think is important before we wrap up uh one thing is don't spend time with someone who doesn't support you and what you value i think part of the reason why i'm still with my significant other is because we're very supportive of each other's academic and professional ambitions so that's one thing that has mattered to me and you should find someone who cares about the things and will support you in the things that you care about fantastic i appreciate your time a lot angela thank you for on short notice doing this once again this is Jaden cohen normally with the opinion section of the podcast but this time with a fun special segment signing off Our next couple, Katerina and Nathan, are both currently graduating seniors at UM. Katerina actually has five majors and is looking to go to law school. And her boyfriend, Nathan, is extremely interested in marine biology research and is currently applying to several different grad programs. They've been together since the very beginning of their freshman year. And with that, our podcaster, Annie, is here to speak with them and learn more about their college romance. Hello everyone, I'm Annie Watson. Today I'm here with Katerina and Nathan, who is um, the couple I will be highlighting today for our special edition episode. So hi guys, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. We're here. We're here. We're doing well. (laughs) We're thriving uh, halfway through the week, so it's going to be good. Do you guys mind introducing yourselves, telling uh, the audience a little bit about who you are individually and also just your storyline as a couple thus far? So, (laughs) hi, I'm Nathan Fitzpatrick. I am a senior. Uh, I'm a double major in marine biology and ecology and also computer science. I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. Hi, I'm Katerina Fernandez. I'm I have five majors. I'm majoring in political science, Spanish, classics, theater, and philosophy. I'm originally from Naples, Florida, also a senior, working on my law school applications now. Um yeah, and well, we met our freshman year during orientation week. We lived on the same floor. We lived two doors away from each other, Eaton four floor, yeah. Um, and yeah, we met during orientation week, walking from Watsko to Shalala, and we ended up sitting next to each other at the event going on in Shalala. Then we traded Snapchats, and then he kind of became part of like my friend group with me and my roommate and my other friend, and then he introduced me to his friends and we just like 
started hanging out the rest of orientation week and like the first week of classes. And then you asked me out the first day of the second week of classes, I think. And then we said, I love you three days later. And we've been together ever since. (laughs) I love that. It's adorable. It's adorable. What, Nathan, what made you want to ask her out? Like what, what was, I mean, I'm assuming you liked her, you liked her for a little bit before wanting to do that. So what like pushed you to do, like, what, was there something that like, you're like, okay, I need to do this. Or what was, what led you to want to ask her out? Uh, how honest do you want me to be? <laughs> me? Uh, I... <laughs> there was a little bit of a love triangle going on. And so um, I liked her and I basically knew that uh, if I wanted to make a move, I had to be serious and ready to commit, which I was so nice nice we love a little love triangle moment but now you guys are here so I love it that's awesome um so all I mean your guys are seniors now four years later um what has it been like it's probably a very general question but what has it been like to be a couple as like all throughout college what was your initial thoughts like going into it um how has it been as the years have gone on so yeah how has it been being together for all four years of college I think it's been great for our relationship because like we met each other where we were kind of already certain in like the path that we wanted to take like with our careers and stuff but then we've also like we were still like 18 19 years old we've like kind of been able to grow together so like freshman year was just kind of like a lot of fun like getting to know each other he was my very first boyfriend And then I like went home and I was like, hey, mom, I have a boyfriend. And she's like, what do you mean you have a boyfriend? You were supposed to be having fun. But she loves him. My parents love him a lot. Um, But then uh, our freshman year, our second semester, COVID happened. And we both had to go back home, um, two and a half hour plane ride away from each other. And because of COVID, we didn't see each other for eight months. So that was a really rough time in our relationship. We'd been together probably for about six months when that first started. So there was a point in our relationship that we had spent more time apart than we had together, which was like a little scary because it was just like an uncertainty, but it was nice. Like we Skype called every single day and we just like, we never lost that connection that we had. Um, And then we came back our junior year and we saw each other a bit over our sophomore year because we were both remote and just like we visited each other and yeah it's just junior and senior year now have been like really fun we do a lot together we have a lot of similar interests like our hobbies overlap our friend groups overlap so it's just been really fun just like exploring Miami with like a buddy <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say since Katarina you're from Florida and Nathan's not how has that been like both adjusting to the state of Florida, just living and being a student. Plus, again, at having with this relationship all this time, how and like you said with COVID, how has it been? Just adjusting since you've kind of had to adjust since freshman year with yeah. with COVID. How has it been adjusting to Florida with your girlfriend? Well, I mean, I haven't found Florida that big of an adjustment. That's partially because I've lived abroad twice. Okay. Uh, so once in Kobe, Japan, once in Geneva, Switzerland. So I actually moved to Miami from Switzerland. Okay. Uh, so it, w- it was a big adjustment in that I had to get used to being back in America. Um, like I remember the first time I went to a sporting event, I forgot that the national anthem 
was sung at the beginning of like every single event and that caught me off guard I was like oh wait a minute like but I mean yeah I, I like I love Miami um, I'm considering now staying in Florida for uh, graduate school but yeah like I, yeah. I haven't felt like it was a big adjustment um, obviously being with a native Floridian helped especially um, in instances where Spanish is a factor because uh, she's fluent and I don't speak any but <laughs> Yeah, how is um, grad school looking? Like, what are your guys' plans? You graduate in three months, basically. How are you guys feeling? What's the future hold for education? What are you guys' plans right now? So I have, so I'm planning on going into a PhD in marine biology and ecology. Um, I have two acceptances now, um, one at the University of Hawaii and one at USF in Tampa. Um, and then I also have actually applied to UM for grad school as well, but I haven't heard anything uh, from them. But um, Caddy's also, you've well, she, she'll tell you more about it, but she's also applied to law school. So right now, one thing uh, we're trying to um, figure out is I'm trying to convince her to move to Hawaii, but she's not necessarily on board with the idea just yet. Yeah, so I've uh, submitted all my law school applications and I'm waiting to be here back. So I have kind of no idea where I'm going to end up. I've applied to some schools here in Florida, like I've UM, obviously FIU, stuff like that. And then I've also applied to some stuff up north in New England, like one of the University of Cincinnati, which would be really funny if I ended up going back to his hometown while he's like in Hawaii or something like that. Um, that's a possibility. I've also like applied to like Yale, Harvard, Columbia. So it's just, for me, it's a question of waiting to see like where I get in and what kind of financial aid package I'm going to be getting. Um, but yeah, so grad school has kind of been like a scary thing for us to try to navigate. Um, for the most part, we tried to apply to like similar areas or like the same school or like a school in a similar location, but he's got a really awesome offer to Hawaii now. And obviously that's a little scary. Um, with law school being a three-year program and his PhD being a five-year program, we definitely plan on staying together and like doing the whole long distance thing. If we have to, we are going to try our best not to have to do that. But yeah, we're, we're both really excited about our futures. And we know that like, it's not going to affect our relationship because we've done the long distance thing before and we can do it again. Mm -hmm. On that note, what are some, like, what were the pros and cons, I guess, of having to do long distance, especially because it's obviously in the conversation for grad school, if it's that's a possibility, like you said just now, what what would you say were the pros and cons of having to do it the first time? I mean, the big pro, obviously, is still being to be with her. Um, and I mean, I, I with COVID, it was especially rough just because like travel was completely locked down. Yeah, so, and we were basically like torn apart. Like the university locked down, and his parents were like getting getting him on a plane home, and it was like from one day to the next. So that was that was rough. Yeah, like I was informed. Like my parents basically told me, "We booked you a plane ticket for tomorrow morning. You're leaving." I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> um, but yeah, and I mean, especially like doing long distance again in the future. Um, I've also been in contact with the professor I'd be working at with uh, Hawaii, and so I'd be able to do like remote there. So it'd definitely be more of a, we'd actually be able to like visit, um, which would be a huge thing. But obviously distance is hard. Um, just not being able to see the other person as much. Um, 
I mean, especially with uh, Hawaii time zones, yeah, time, time, zone. time difference is another big one, but she's a little bit nocturnal and I do tend to be an uh, early bird to an extent. So that'll help. But. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I can't really say if there's like anything that's a really a pro about it. Like, um, like there's like a certain level of excitement of like, maybe like you guys like don't talk as much during the day. Like, or we were just like texting each other and then that excitement of like waiting for nighttime to come so we can like call each other and just like tell each other about our day like just have like a nice like relaxing event to or like whatever conversation um but like I definitely prefer having him with me and being in person and and like just being able to do stuff together in person whether it's just like sitting and watching a movie or like going out like this past weekend we went to the Perez Art Museum and like they have an interactive exhibit there which was like so much fun to do which I know wouldn't have been as fun if he wasn't there with me Mm -hmm. yeah are there any other last thoughts you want to you guys want to share before we wrap it up I secretly hate you no this is where it's all revealed (laughs) well thank you guys so much well that's all from us this week this podcast is brought to you by caroline val quinn sheehan annie watson and jaden cohen as well as the miami hurricane Music was conducted by Karaoke Jazz Big Band. Thank you to all the couples featured and thank you for listening. We hope you'll be back for our next episode next week. Go Canes!